1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Another Saturday of wonderful mortgage talk. Your favorite thing in the world to discuss. (laughs) It's mine. Many of you have tried to move on from your mortgage, but it's still there.
0: And we are here to
1: talk with you about it. And I have friends to talk with you about it. I am Kevin Miller. I'm the owner and CEO of TexasSunday.com. and uh, I'm here joined by two friends of mine. Well, they pay me to call them friends.
2: Wow, Kevin, you don't know how to keep a secret, do you?
1: <laughs> well, well, one of them is <laughs> Tress Collins. Tress Collins is uh is is wearing her London shirt, her London M&M shirt. I am. And then we have Inappropriate Uncle Bubba mm-hmm. sitting next to us. And you all know an Inappropriate Uncle and what that's all about. And <laughs> if you like, listen to the show for <laughs> time. Inappropriate Uncle Bubba, he's here to deliver. And uh, we're here to talk about your home loan. So we want to share with you what's going on in the mortgage world, how it's going to affect you now and in the future. I know some of you are being affected now by some of the different inflationary aspects of our economy and what kind of impacts that may have upon you and your family. We're not quite sure all the different impacts it's having, but we are here to give you options. We're here to give you options with your home loan. Whether you're trying to buy a home right now, some of you have a home being built that you started building last October or November, and now your rate is two and a half percent higher than what you started at. So what's that mean for you? What if you're trying to get cash out of your home? What if you have several hundred thousands of cash equity in your home and you're saying, it's time for me to redo my, my financing? Maybe I want to get a home equity loan. Maybe I want to reduce those debt payments. We can help you here at the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. The number, 972-387-4600. If you text that number, 972-387-4600, you can ask your questions about whether it's time for you to buy a home maybe you're not quite sure what the down payment requirements are, the credit score requirements, we can answer those questions for you. Tress Collins will ask them. We will answer them. So what's up with you, Tress? Well. You brought your boyfriend with you. Yeah. <laughs> you brought, you brought your boyfriend.
2: Yeah, he tagged along. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so where are you guys going today?
2: Uh, You know, we have lots of errands to run today. And uh, so some of them are in this area. So it's like, well, you know, I'll just – I'll let him drag along.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to tag tag along with you.
2: Yeah. It yeah. happens.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe there's good. You know what? You might be able to pawn him off somewhere for some a good return. Maybe Would you a be lawnmower willing to babysit him for me? <clears throat> yeah, we can babysit him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We can. Great. Yeah, we get the baby <laughs> bottles everything. We'll fill it with tequila. He'll be happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate Uncle Bubba, what's going on in your world?
0: No, not a whole lot. Just another day of golf, another day of
1: fun. So
0: let me ask you a question. <laughs> Chasing the ball <laughs> around. So
1: so there's a lot of there there are people out here who are golfers that are listening here. And then there's mm-hmm. me. And then uh <laughs> so I'm just gonna ask you, so where do you find happiness in golf? Where's your happiness?
0: Uh from the pain in my shoulder every time I hit the ball. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah.
1: So you don't like yourself much. It, yeah. It's kind of like I wear
0: leather out on the course,
1: you know. Yeah, you just (laughs) chaps, inflicting pain upon yourself. (laughs) I see. You're a really
2: deep person, Gary. (laughs) See,
1: we just got back from Pinehurst. My wife, she likes to talk about golf is all about love. That's what she says to my son. He's 15 now. It may have been about love when he was seven. Wait, he's not 15 yet. He'll be 15 next week. Okay, there you go. So, so (laughs) when he was seven or eight. It's just about love. And then I always say, golf is not about love. <laughs> golf is about pain and self-loathing. That's what <laughs> golf is about. That's what, who people go. Golf is for people that want to every day reinvest in their addiction to self-loathing. That's what it is. Right?
2: Wow, Kevin, you're an open book.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just making everyone just feel better about that themselves out <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> it's just when you hit that one shot. That you know you you feel like that maybe not even Arnold could hit that one shot. But
1: well, you know, that didn't happen very often. Anyway, <laughs> there's other things going on in the weekend other than golf. Maybe you're doing some lawn work this weekend. Maybe if you are, make sure you're not. If you are, maybe you're maybe you're watering your lawn. Just don't water your lawn in the direction of the wind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's a it's thing. supposed to
1: be 40-mile-an-hour gust today. What is going on? It's been windy since October.
2: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't windy know what's
1: City. happening. I don't know.
2: Speaking but of windy, you want to hear something crazy?
1: N- yes. <laughs>
2: I have kids who are getting married in the highlands of Scotland in November during the cold, rainy season Outdoor wedding.
1: See, these are the kind See. of people I, go- I golf with.
2: <laughs> See, these people—they're yeah, golfers. You. Scotland,
1: the, the place where golf was born, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's are get married go? in 20 mile an hour winds and 20, you know, or in 30 rain. degree weather. Yeah, you're gonna right. love it. Yeah, I'm planning lo- on going.
0: You're gonna love it. It's a great <laughs> trip over there. Jeff, are you going? No. No. no all right. We so we are. We are. <laughs> Listen, we're getting, off, tra- that plane we're getting
1: off track. There are people that have just... They're they sitting have, on the edge of their seats. They have just warmed up to their first cup of coffee, and they want to have some information that they didn't know that they didn't know. And so we're going to share that with you today. Now, one of the things that's going on in the mortgage world is rates have risen. And at the end of last year, you could find your 15-year mortgages somewhere around 2%, give or take. And you can find your 30-year mortgages somewhere around mm, 26 give or take maybe 2.7 on a 30-year at the end of the last year. Well, that world that world is long, long ago. As a, matter, as a matter of fact, we're seeing mortgage rates. The mortgage rates that are out here today are the first time we've seen these rates in about 15 years or so since Sixes. 2000, 2008 uh, prior to the big collapse. And so... Uh, anyway, that's what we're seeing right now. You're seeing mortgages, where you're seeing some cash outs up in the high fives and around six percent. You're mm-hmm. seeing some purchases around five percent, and and that's where things are right now. And so, but if you look back fifty years, there's <laughs> only been about mm, what about I would say fifteen of those fifty years where rates have been better than where they are right now. So we're looking at some uh, interesting times. Inflation is crazy. People are raising their prices. Your home values are going up. And you just have to reassess w- where your finances are going to be—not now, but maybe a few years from now, a couple of years, three years, five years—and whether we can help you get your financing in order. We still locked nearly ten million dollars of loans yesterday, which is pretty crazy. And uh, people are need cash. They got a lot of equity in their home. Some of you have three hundred, four hundred thousand of equity in your home. Most of you, when you're getting your equity loans, are borrowing. Only up to sixty percent of the value of your house. Some of people are right. getting a hundred thousand in cash out of their house and they still have forty percent equity in their house. They're using that hundred thousand dollars to pay off their credit cards to re get their college their college debt for their kids in order. They're redoing some things around the house, but they're doing it at lower rates. You know, credit cards 15, 20 percent. Those things are gonna be going up as the Federal Even Reserve continues again. to raise the overnight rate. They're saying that the next rate raised by the Federal Reserve is baked in at about 50 basis points. That's a half a percent interest rate increase. And then they're talking about three-quarters of a percent increase for the two meetings after that for the Federal Reserve. So you might be seeing that uh, Federal Reserve rate, which was down near zero just a couple months ago, will be up around two and a half here within about uh, two months. So, And what does that do? Uh, what does w- that do for us? What does rising rates do? Well, the the rise the raising of the overnight rate. What does yeah. it do? So yeah. the Federal Reserve is to has a couple of things that they're trying to work on. One, they're always trying to keep the value of the dollar intact. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the people trying to keep the value of the dollar intact are not always the ones that are passing laws and bills to spend trillions and trillions of dollars, which devalues the value of the dollar. But the what I can say that the Federal Reserve uh, they're by raising the overnight rate, the short term rate, their goal is to stem long term inflation. So right now we have short term inflation. We have in the short term, in the in the last year and a half or so, we've seen great increases in the prices of things. And so there's a lot of money that's been floating around out there. And so the Federal Reserve to gonna get that money back in in check. Keep it in check so that inflation we want our our whole economy is based on inflation. Without inflation, you know then you're, if you're going to buy a home at three hundred thousand and it's going to be worth two hundred thousand two years from now, who's going to want to buy a house right and so if you buy something and you want to be able to resell it later for more and so so anyway that our our economy in investing is based on inflation, and so some inflation's good uh, a nominal amount of inflation, a controlled inflation that would be good uh but when inflation's going crazy then then it tax it's a tax on the people. And so the this situation here, this raising of the o- overnight rate, the short-term rate, its intention is to keep long-term inflation down and keep long-term rates down. We, right now, mortgage rates have been going up because there's been no stemming of the long-term inflation. R- mortgage rates have gone up 2.5%. Well, the overnight rate's only been raised by 0.5, 0.25%. zero point two five. So the point is this. There is still inflation going on. You have an option to get your home loan here at TexasLoney.com. If you're trying to buy a home, we have our home purchase team. And we have over two dozen home purchase loan officers ready to help you every day get your home purchase loan done. And we also have our real estate affiliates in most of the big cities in Texas that can help you. If you have family down in Austin or San Antonio or uh, out in Tyler, we can help you there, too. So uh, then... We have we have uh, our home refinance team helping with your home equity cash out refinances. Baba, you're on that team. Mm-hmm. Thank God. You're also doing purchases.
0: Yeah, I do some self source purchases. Yeah.
1: And these cash out these cash out loans that you do, people are getting cash. Tell yes. me about the things that people are getting cash for. You see it every day. Well, it's 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 about the de- the
0: debt that they have or they've incurred. A lot of it's people still have a lot of debt. They're just coming out of the COVID thing. And you know they have some issues with debt that they accumulated. Then some of them hadn't didn't have jobs until now recently, so they couldn't apply for a loan.
1: Some of them were on forbearance,
0: right? They had the forbearance where they took a few months off, and then they had to make three payments uh, before they could get an, uh, a a new loan. Yes, and so um, you see that a lot. Uh, I, I have seen you know and this is kind of a crazier thing, but I've I've those people. It seems like. I always see this is that they they a lot of these people should have done something sooner, you know, because then you see their credit scores going down because of the, the – not so much for collections and stuff, but because of the depth of credit that they've been using, that they're maxed out on credit cards. And that's the thing that you, you see that people should have done something maybe a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and you're, you're not able to help them as much because their credit scores lower, which affects the loan-level pricing adjustments that you get from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac for lower credit scores. But we do see where the equity offsets that. Because if you're, if you're under 60% loan-to-value, the loan-level pricing adjustments don't, don't affect you. So I'm seeing a lot of people that maybe last year could have gotten 80%, and they're only able to get 70% loan-to-value now or 75% loan-to-value now. Uh, and that's that's the real st- that's the real struggle, the balance of having to, you know, work with the automated approval system to see what you're actually approved for. It's more it's there's more to it now, it seems like, than there was
1: you yeah, know, a def- year
0: ago when, you know, y- everything was just uh, approved, th- eligible and everybody's well, everyone uh, can
1: get a loan without an appraisal. Yeah. And now, you know, things we have to massage things a little bit in the computer system just to make sure that we have the right data in there and. And to get you approved for these loans. Uh, but the thing is, like you said, a lot of people are, have a lot of equity. They're getting cash out. They're still left with yeah. 40% equity in the house. Uh, if the rates go down later, they can always refinance later. That's yep. always See, an option.
0: I'm also seeing a lot of, of things where one spouse's credit's better than the other, and we're ending up having to do just use one spouse's credit re- report because one of them has most of the debt in there. Uh, you know, this is why you call TexasLending.com. A guy called last night, right before I was about to leave, and uh, I took his call, and he said, Can you answer me this question? I got a loan in 2020 for a cash-out from the, uh Detroit, Michigan company. I'll, I'll rename it. Right and he said that you can only take cash-out once out of your property in the lifetime of the loan. Is that true? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so and I said, I said, well, if I'd, I I would have known that I would have done this last year when my credit was well, better. but you can
1: You can get a cash out in, in yeah. Texas Every more year. than once, <laughs> but you have to wait 12 months for, between <laughs> loans. And so, yes, the Detroit mission. Mich- it wouldn't rhyme with rocket, would it? No, it rhymes with sicken. Oh, same. okay. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. Wow. Well. All right. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are Poor here. Guy. I we mean, are,
0: but he was so happy because now he's getting his all of his debt paid off. It, you know, I'm able to help him. Got him an approval within twenty minutes. So uh, we're
1: helping him out with the
0: cash. We're helping him out with the cash out. You know, we had to take him off and just use his wife, but his wife had the lion's share of the income. Worked out perfect.
1: All right. Well. If you have your own lion's share of the income in the family and you Mm -hmm. want to help your family out with a cash out refinance, give us a text today at 972-387-4600. If you're trying to buy a home this summer, we want to get you on the right path with our home pre-approval, our free pre-approval, our free pre-approval letter with our home purchase team. 972-387-4600. Coming back in the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. All right, <laughs> commiseration. Let it travel. Commiseration. <laughs> I will not talk to you about what we were talking about during the break, <laughs> <laughs> because
2: uh, youth, it's, it's
1: youth, youth sports are an interesting <laughs> thing. I'm a youth dad, and anyway, are you mean the youths? the The youth the dad. Utes. I'm a youth <laughs> sports dad. Anyway, that's coming to an end. The, he's he's no longer going to give me a ute. He's yeah. going to be a Whatever they call it. Teenager. Pre adult, whatever they call it. Did I don't know. What do they call being fifteen? I don't know. Uh an empty void of drive, brain. <laughs> 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 all right. Trust. <Tress, laughs> Kevin. We need some questions texted in. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. It maybe, must be because maybe everybody has all the answers.
2: Well, no, I don't think so. Somebody sent in a text saying mm. they're curious about cash-out. So mm. I replied saying, hey, what would you like to know? Because it's kind of a broad topic.
1: I'm curious about cash-out, too. Yep. <laughs> cash-out side, if you want. <laughs> cash-out cash <you> side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. You we, we are here talking about home loans. This is the com Mortgage Show. And a lot of people getting home equity loans, getting cash-out, pay off debts, get debts consolidated before rates go up even more. Um, starting to see some starting to see some gyrations in the stock market, some flattening out of the stock market and some gyrations in the stock market we don 't know where that 's going to go is if, is costs of goods the cost of goods continues to rise out there. We want to make sure that we 're here for you at texasuni dot com giving you options from a company that 's been here in Texas for over twenty years doing home loans and when you call our company you 're always going to talk to a live person you call in, you can call in at 7 p.m., 9 p.m. A person will answer your phone call for you. Get your information the old-fashioned way, talking with humans, believe it or not. It's real. People still do it. It happens here at (laughs) TexasSunday.com. We want to help you. 972-387-4600. And we were talking about how the Federal Reserve is raising the overnight rate. Their next meeting is here at the beginning of May. They are expected to increase the overnight rate by 50 50 basis points, which is 0.5%, taking the overnight rate from one-half of 1% to up to 1%. So you'll have an overnight rate of 1%. That overnight rate is the rate that banks lend each other money overnight for one day. It's a one-day rate. So if your overda- overnight rate is 1%, then typically your two-month and your three-month and your six-month rates are higher. And then your 10-year and your 30-year rates are higher than that, Typically unless there is a specter of inflation, I'm sorry, a specter of recession coming, then sometimes what you'll see is you'll see this uh, 2-year rate actually higher than the 10-year rate. And at some point this will occur. It's been bouncing around there. Mm -hmm. They call that uh, an inverse yield curve where the long-term rates are lower than the short-term rates. At some point, as the Federal Reserve continues to raise short-term rates, the longer-term rates, because people will think long-term inflation is in check, they'll accept a longer-term lower rate than they will in the shorter term. And so kind of that's what's going on out there. And at some point here, within the next three or four months, I would expect that you will see that inflection where you see an inverse yield curve and that yield curve again where the longer-term rates are lower than the shorter-term rates. So we might be seeing that coming. Trust, you have questions coming in now. nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred.
2: I mean, we do, but I'd say our first question is from a listener who I, who I believe listens every week. He actually texted us last week when you called in on the show because you were out of town. And his comment was uh, that huh. we thought he was talking about you, that you sounded like you were from Minnesota. But we he narrowed it down for us. He was talking about Lupe Flores.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, Lupe. <laughs> he yeah. said
1: Lupe sounded like he, he was, was from, from Ohio, North
0: Dakota, Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota.
1: Minnesota. <laughs> oh, wow, Lupe must have been enthralled with that. That's an interesting take. He yeah, says, man, i so from the hood, man. That's what he. Said.
2: So our listener gives us a little bit more information. Information. His name is Bobby. He's a truck driver. Hey, Bobby, thanks for listening. He says, "No, I'm not from Minnesota." He knows that Kevin Rear is from Michigan. But he has a question. He says, why do HOA properties charge whatever they want? Is it not regulated? I pay $84 a month in HOA fees, but I've seen some at like 180 I think this should be regulated. And he says, thanks, Bobby from Texas, but originally from Oklahoma.
1: All right. Well. Thanks, Bobby. All right, Bobby. Welcome to Texas. And uh, why? Now, listen. There are conspiracies in this world <laughs> about who runs the world. The HOA. Okay? <laughs> now, some people think the Illuminati, mm. the different mafias of some sorts. Maybe it's the deep state. But there is a conspiracy theory that the HOA, your HOA actually <laughs> runs the world. <laughs> and the deep state reports to them. And actually, the HOA <laughs> believes that the deep state should be reporting to them if they had their way. Um, Bobby's driving
2: down the interstate and nodding his head. I I used to have
1: a home in an HOA. And my neighbor's grass was a foot tall with dandelions running rampant all over the place. And my lawn somewhere, somewhere that I couldn't see had a dandelion in it. And I got written up for a $150 fine for not managing my lawn.
2: Ah. So
1: I took a picture of my lawn and I looked for a weed in my lawn. And they said, well, there was a dandelion in your lawn. And my neighbor's lawn was a foot high. And I went over, and he was out there, and he was, he was, he was, I had, it was a rental property of mine. And he was over there, and he was getting his mail. I said, what kind of fine did you get? He goes, I got an exemption. I was like, well, exemption? He goes, yeah, because I have a new child. A new child (laughs) exemption. So I don't have to, you know, take care of my lawn as much. So. (laughs) So interesting times, but interesting, interesting. things. Hmm. Anyway, but the point is this, man, I don't, I make sure I live in a neighborhood that doesn't have an HOA just because here's here's what you do. You got to get on the HOA. You got to run for office there. But they're cutthroat. You got to watch out. Some of those people on those HOAs, man, they you know, just they're empowered. Yes. So just make sure that you can run they are empowered. You got to get on your HOA. Maybe you can have Zoom meetings for HOAs these days. You can Zoom from the truck. I don't know, but you can also you can also that's that's one thing you can try to do. I have one time an HOA tried to foreclose in a home I used to own. When I moved down here to Texas, I still had my townhouse up in Chicago area. Chicago. Chicago. And anyway, we, were, we had a home up there, and the HOA they They were trying to foreclose on my property, and so I was guilty until proven innocent. They said I hadn't paid my HOA fees. Well, the HOA had been allocating my HOA payments to someone else's house, and they were a day away from foreclosing on my house. I had to have an attorney, and they wouldn't answer my calls. No one would talk to me, and they would not answer my phone calls. And I had to talk to an attorney that was, but they wouldn't give me any information. And I had to go prove, and not only that, I was two months ahead on my HOA. I had overpaid for my HOA, and they were one day from the foreclosure. Uh, steps on my home up in Chicagoland. Pro- guilty until proven innocent. That's the new way we live in the United States. So <laughs> get on board. Wow. So anyway, we are. Um, anyway, that was uh, that. Uh, that was a fun time. That was then. Yeah. That was an <laughs> that, HOA. I do not yeah. like HOAs. Not a fan. The not HOA's got a gotta Goa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so Tress. Okay, <laughs> we have
2: another question. I think we can squeeze in before a break. That should be a bumper sticker. The hoa got to go. At. <laughs> anyway, the, so our first texture followed up. I paid five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. I owe four hundred thousand worth seven hundred and fifty. I am in Argyle. with like cash for renovations, but the rate is pretty low. Oh, and I only had it for sixteen months.
1: Okay, so they owe four hundred and it's worth seven fifty. You can get eighty percent of the seven fifty. 80% of 750. That's 560 plus 32. 592 is 80% of the 750. And uh, so you can take a look at that. You can take a look at 740. No, yeah, that's seven. No, it's, uh, I, it's, it's eight. It's uh, 600, 600. 600. 600 grand. 600 grand. I did my math wrong, my head math. So 600 grand. You have 400 grand that you owe. You have 200 grand available to get equity out. And you can call the TexasLending.com, and that's be us. We can we can answer your phone calls for you. We have our loan officers sitting by at 972-387-4600. If you go online and apply on TexasLending.com, then we'll be calling you at the speed of light because as soon as you apply, then it triggers a phone call, and one of our loan officers will be there for you. Or you can just call in, and someone will answer your phone call right now. We'll be happy to help you. And uh, so... Give us a call.
2: We have a lot more questions, but you know what? We're about to have to go to break.
1: Trust says we got to take a break again. So wow. in the Those pesky breaks, yes. So we will take a break, and during the break, you should apply for your HOA, <laughs> and uh, you you can be part of it. You can be part of the. You can be part of the rulers of the earth. Uh, conspiracy. We are here to talk about your home loans. Make sure you go, go get online at TexasLending.com. Make sure you text us your question at 972-387-4600. Coming back for more on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the, <laughs> the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show to make you feel better about yourself. That's well, why we're here. because <laughs> You get to say, at least I don't have friends like those guys. <laughs> So it's a it is a uh self esteem show here at the Texas dot com show and we wanna make sure that Low. you feel better about your <laughs> finances. Some of you wanna get these second liens. A lot of second liens have gone by the wayside. Mainly prior prior mainly because of regulations by the government. A lot of those second liens have gone by the wayside because uh lenders are stuck. They are stuck if they either gotta offer a second lien or a first lien and if they're offering both It really puts them in a catch-22 with the regulations. And so, anyway, most companies are doing the first lien, cash-out refinance, home equity loans. And we're one of them, TexasLending.com. Happy to help. Call us today, 972-387-4600. Text us now at the same number. Tress has questions. We have answers.
2: We have lots of questions. Are you all ready? Let's go. I understand the cash equity can help pay off high interest rate debt. But concern on cashback or even current mortgages is that many are going to be upside down. What are your thoughts? Signed Inappropriate Grandpa Jeff.
1: Inappropriate <laughs> Grandpa Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Hmm. Huh. People Bubble, are stealing, you're, stealing you're my fans. <laughs> <laughs> People are stealing my MO. That'll be seven dollars <laughs> for use of copyright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, the listen, um the the average equity loan that we're doing right now is about 60% of the value of the property. Homes have definitely gone up in value the last several years. People have hundreds of thousands of equity in some cases. And back in the 2006 through 2008 times when home, after 2008 when things collapsed and home values went down, people were buying homes without incomes. They They were not documenting any income and they were buying houses. They were not documenting any assets and they were getting zero down home loans. They were getting 100% financing on homes, and so people wanted to make it as easy to buy a home as buying a car. And As you know, when you buy a car, typically it goes down in value after you buy it. If it's that easy to buy, the value of it goes down pretty quick. So home values with no incomes and no assets at 100% financing, they went down in value when things collapsed. Every loan right now is required to document an income. And so people have choices when they have income to pay their mortgage uh, or pay their debts or buy food or buy clothing or whatever it is. There are still, there's a huge pent-up demand for people to buy homes. And this is why this is where uh, my rationale has landed because I was getting pretty worried about this increase in rates. But I realized, one, people have a ton of equity in their home. There's no 100% financing loans out there when people are, getting cash they were they were getting cash out of the hundred and twenty five percent of the value of the house back then hundred percent of the value of the house in most state in most states. Texas was always limited to eighty percent of the value of the house that's the maximum you can get eighty percent of the value of the house and like i said our average cash out home equity refinance is sixty percent of the value of the house so there's a lot of equity there um for people for home values to drop. It's going to require several things. One, a lack of a demand to buy houses. There's a big demand to buy houses, and and uh, I- if people lose their job, they can put their home in the market, and they're still going to recover some equity out of that house. Even if their homes go down ten, twenty, fifty thousand in value, they're still going to have a lot of equity in the house to be able to get. Them. A lot of people will. Some people are still buying homes at three percent down. My point is this: that, that there should still be a plenty of demand to buy homes right now. There's a pent up demand. Uh, if you do lose your job and you want to get out and you want to clear a couple hundred grand of cash, you can do that and go rent somewhere until you get reestablished. The job loss right now is, is not on the immediate horizon. Um, there is There are all kinds of job openings out there. Um, and so this is unlike back then when these homes were being bought with fake incomes and assets. They're real incomes, real assets, real jobs, mm-hmm. verifications, and... Uh, a lot of equity and a lot of demand to buy homes. And
0: the thing that saved us in Texas was the 80% rule.
1: Now, if the stock market collapses and people a lot of people lose everything because they when I say collapse, 25, 30, 35, 40% and it doesn't immediately bounce back like it did with COVID. If that kind of thing goes on, then there's going to be some job loss and there's going to be people laid off mm-hmm. and there's that's happening in the mortgage industry right now because the refinance demand has dropped. The, just the rate and term refinance, the demand is, there's still people doing it. We locked four of them yesterday. I'm amazed. But there's still a lot of home equity. People are getting equity out of their house like crazy to restructure their finances. If rates keep going up, or if rates go to 65 or 7%, uh, something like this, and your your credit cards are at 24%, 25%, you're going to still want to get rid of that, that <laughs> th- those payments. And so lower the payments anyway to, to a lower amount. So anyway, I don't think home values, you could see a f- – Home values have risen $100,000 just in the last 17 months. So, that equity that people have in their home, if their homes went down sixty, seventy thousand 70,000 value, they're still going to have equity in their house. So, that's kind of my take on the world. Right. Uh, I could talk about it with you for an hour somewhere if you want to talk about it for an hour. But we have a lot more questions. Yes, to we get have to. more to get to. Yes.
2: All right. Are we ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's a really easy question Are you hiring
1: processors? That's a good question because I just got done saying that mortgage companies are laying people off. You heard this company, Better.com, that laid off a bunch of people by Zoom call. Many of you heard that a couple mm-hmm. months ago. They laid off 900 people at the end of last year uh, by Zoom. They laid off another 3,000 people uh, about two months ago. They laid off another 1,000 people in the last couple of weeks. And that's kind of what's going on. Th- these companies that only do refinance, again, we have our home purchase team with over nearly 30 loan officers on our home purchase team just doing purchase loans here in Texas. And so they're here to take your phone call and help you with those kind of things. Is uh, that a yes are, or so a no? So the question is, are we hiring <laughs> processors? We are currently not hiring processors. Okay. We are holding steady right now. So. All
2: right. But thank you for asking. It's always good to check back later on. All right. Next question. Purchased our first home two years ago. I've seen a lot of people saying to dispute tax increases. Will this help or hurt when it comes time to sell? And then they say, I wish my HO fees were $80. We pay 300 Hoa got to goa.
1: The HOA fees, you see? You see? Yeah. And so... Um, what does it do for you? The HOA? <laughs> yeah. They make sure that uh, the for sale signs are conforming. Uh <laughs> So we're not here
2: to answer your question, inappropriate Uncle Bubba. Yeah. We're going to answer theirs. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. We got off on the <laughs> yeah. distracted. Okay. Um, purchased our first home. So, um, disputing no. tax. So No. So, it
0: does not. Disputing taxes. Does will
1: will it help or hurt when it comes to it. It's not going to help or hurt. You, you basically got to go document uh, other home sales in your area. If you want to dispute your tax increase, you need to go take other home sales say hey this home sailed next to mine these other five did for a hundred thousand less than what you're tra- taxing me for so when you try to sell your home it shouldn't affect you and they're using a lot of automated valuation uh tools these days online tools uh you might be able to document something different but uh, we were talking about that is a lot of you are now in a tax situation where your taxes are much higher than what you're paying on your interest and your mortgage that's another thing. If taxes are going up exponentially with gas and everything else, then, yeah, you're going to be challenged. And so that's why those equity loans uh, are still helping a lot of people out there.
2: All right. Next question. Y'all ready? Yep. Mm. What FICO scores are used for mortgages? Is it FICO 5, 4, and 2?
1: It <laughs> doesn't really matter. Um, it, 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 what, what, whether it's FICO 5, FICO 4, FICO 2, Uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, what we use is we use your, your fight. You use your experience scores that are reported to mortgage companies. Um, if you shop for a mortgage at Texas lending and then shop for a mortgage at a bank, then shop for a mortgage with a broker. When you're shopping for a mortgage, when a mortgage company pulls your credit and they get authorization to pull credit, it's an authorization under a mortgage code. And so it does not affect your credit if you shop three different mortgage companies within a week or two weeks or a month. It's a month. Your score should stay the same. the The things that would affect your score are not paying a bill, putting $15 more in your gas card. These p- putting $15 more in your gas card will typically affect your credit score more than someone shop, you know, inquiring about your credit. They say that yeah. on there, and people get afraid about having inquiries. But
0: everybody's credit report says. It's affected by too many inquiries. Every, Even if you didn't have one, it still says that on
1: there. Yeah. Well, so oh, that seems bogus.
0: I know it is. Well, <laughs>
1: that's not the – shopping – listen, here's when your inquiries are going to hurt you. If you call us for a mortgage, and then when you get done with us, you call somewhere to get a motorcycle, and you call someone for your yacht, uh-huh. and then you call somebody to get a new furniture and get a furniture credit card, and then you call – and you keep on running these credits up for all these different things you want to put on credit – then you are a risk to the creditors that you're, you're, you're rolling up fail. a lot of debt. And so, but if you're shopping for a mortgage and you call few companies, it's not going to affect your credit score.
0: You're going to use your mid-score between Experian, TransUnion,
1: and Equifax. And only inexperienced uh, and uh, uneducated people in the, in the credit sphere would tell you that shopping one mortgage company or another is going to affect your credit score. They're probably golfers. They're selling some. fear. There's a lot of people who make money by selling mm-hmm. beer. So,
2: what a shame.
1: Yes. It's
2: about time to go to break again.
1: Oh, Tress has got to go to break now. we got a lot of questions to get to. That means I'm probably going to have to shut me off because I talk too much.
2: Is it possible? Can or we do that? No
1: one actually <laughs> says it out loud, but I see it in your eyes. <laughs> All right. We will take a break. She's laughing with oh, yeah. me. Yes, Where? I'm laughing near you. <laughs> You're laughing near me. <laughs> yes. Yes, I like that saying. I'm laughing near you, not at you, or with you. <laughs> yes. All right, we're taking a break because we've got to get your questions after this in the TexasLending.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back at the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Kevin Miller here with my friends Tress and Bubba. Well, they pay me to be their friends. Hey, Tress. Oh,
2: oh hey, Kevin. Let's ask
1: your. <laughs> let's answer your questions. I'm sorry to make everyone understand their relationship. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, now we know why you're not invited to parties. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Yeah. What percent is the typical closing cost and what all does it involve? New home finally started. Framework not too excited due to rising interest rates. Thanks. For a seven, oh, and then they say for a 775000 new home, how much should I expect in closing
0: costs? Seven
1: seventy-five yeah. new home. So they're well, buying a home.
0: I mean, basically, when you look at that, you're just going to processing underwriting. uh, Is somebody paying your title policy? The title title fees are the big fees on a purchase. Really, you have processing underwriting. You're going to have a. You're going to pay for a survey on the property. You're going to pay for an appraisal. They Um, have things
1: called tax service fee, and then and that's a fee that's run by the title company to verify whether. Uh, their taxes are up-to-date on the property, whether they've uh, been paid off. There's a fee to yeah. verify that the taxes have been
0: paid on the property. You know, are you going to escrow? Or, I mean, how much are you putting down? Because the, the issue is with these new houses, when they build a house, they don't. the taxes are not assessed yet. Here at Texas Lending, mm-hmm. we have a formula for that, yeah. which so is a great thing because I see people all the time, wanting to refinance because their taxes went up $400. So, so
1: here's what happens when they build a property on vacant land. Yeah. The, the property is being taxed on vacant land. Mm-hmm. It's not taxed as much. And when they build a property on it yet, yeah, there's been no tax assessment for the new property. So a lot of the builders, when they do that, they have you work with their mortgage company, and they get you approved, but they never put in the new tax payment. We we um, We do it we do uh, an evaluation and we have kinda, a formula Yeah. The
0: underwriter has a formula I and i can't so, tell you what it is but so it, what we it's s-
1: close it's not that baba doesn't want to tell you he just doesn't know yeah okay <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> i know we, I, I, I know we do it and so anyway anyway so the, the the property so the closing costs what are they going to be in a 775 property probably at 7 or 8 grand somewhere in there because you're gonna have you're gonna have property taxes and insurance. It depends and on who's paying title. the title policy, really. Yep. It depends on who's paying title. Is, is the seller pay paying it? it? Is yeah. the seller paying it? The builder or are you paying it? Title uh, policy it's being is being built, it it, it. usually the builder pays. It. All right, trust
2: All right. Here's a challenge for you. This is kind of a lengthy question. I don't know how short of an answer you can give, but here we go. First part. When would be the best time of year to sell to take advantage of the current and our future market? Number two. In year 3 of 5 of Chapter 13 bankruptcy plan, would I even be able to get into another home? But wait, there's more. Additional information for question 2 above. Houses are selling for one hundred fifty to 200000 more than I purchased for in 2018, but behind was on a COVID-19 uh, relief plan for the past year, which froze payments. So after being behind prior to the plan, because I was going to let the house go into bankruptcy, but the new mortgage company called to start a loan modification to allow me to keep the home, which is currently being reviewed.
1: Okay, so they're in a loan modification review. You're going to be in more of a problem getting a new home being in loan modification review than you are bankruptcy. If you've been in a bankruptcy for three years, you can buy a home. It's a ba- FHA loan. You've got to document the bankruptcy payments are on time. Your Chapter 13 bankruptcy payments have been done properly. They're in a five-year plan. They've been paying it back for three years. This loan modification means they got behind on their mortgage. And yep. that, is, yep. that is more damaging to buying a home Two than years. a bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have to get out of this modification, get it back paid on time, document payments Two in the years. mortgage. And that's, yeah, they're going to have to wait a couple years for that. So that's going to be their biggest challenge in buying a home.
2: All right, next question. Wife and I are looking to buy a house. She just sold a property that was handed down to her and her brother. We have about two hundred thousand in the bank. Our credit is pretty bad. Mine is under five hundred and hers is under six thirty. Should we keep working on our credit before we apply for a loan or apply and see if we get pre qualified?
1: The five hundred ain't gonna go. That is the proper grammar for that. And then the six thirty <laughs> the six thirty could be a little bit better. You work on that credit a little bit. Yep. Here's what you do. Go to annualcreditreport.com, A-N-N-U-A-L, annualcreditreport.com. Go to annualcreditreport.com. It's required by Congress. It's an act of Congress that's been passed to allow you to get a free free credit report. You'll see all the things in your credit. If there's anything that's not yours, dispute it. If it is yours, don't dispute it. And and start getting things paid down. Get your credit scores a little bit better. It's going to help you with your rate. Uh, It's going to help you with long-term situations. So, anyway... That other person had asked what's the best time of year to sell your home? Mm-hmm. There's no best time of the year to sell your home. Just it, it's about the you know, the best time in the market to sell your home. And right now the market's pretty hot.
2: All right. Next question. Wanting to turn my home into a rental and purchase another home. Oh two hundred thousand on a home worth five hundred and fifty. What steps and loans are out there to be able to grow my portfolio?
1: Uh, purchase another home. Well, if you want to they want to turn the home into rental. So if they want to buy another home, uh, some uh, underwriters are going to wonder if you're buying a new home as your primary. But if you're going to be buying rental properties, rates are about one5 to 2% higher on rentals. Typically, you're going to find your cash out. I'm sorry, your investment properties around 6% right now. And so uh, you can use that equity to buy. You're typically going to need 20% down if you're going to be buying a rental property. And so, uh, yeah. That's 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 how you're going to want to start. We're running out of time, so I apologize for going fast. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Okay,
2: I think we can squeeze in one more. Good morning. Listen to the show every Saturday. It's great. Thank you very much. I have a question. We built a new home. Took eight months to complete. We paid three hundred thousand, and it appraised at four hundred and eighty. How soon can I refinance?
1: Well, depends on what your rate you're paying and your mortgage, or whether you want to refinance or not. If they're trying to get cash out, how long? Six months. uh,
0: You can use a new appraisal.
1: Six and get, cash out, get cash out of your house. So mm-hmm. if they want to get some equity out, they can already do that if it's been six months. But if they're trying to refinance, rates have gone al- up mm-hmm. a little bit. They can refinance the day after they buy a house. Mm. You, if you buy a home, you can refinance the next day. But if, to get cash out six months, okay? And they can use, use new appraisal. All right. Inappropriate. Uncle Bob says so, so it's law. Go ahead. Last one.
2: Good morning. I have a question. If I help my mom co-sign, will that affect me getting a house in the near future? My mom has everything ready to go. She just doesn't have the income work-wise. Everything else is good as far as credit score, etc.
1: There's another option. It's called a reverse mortgage purchase. If she doesn't have income, she might be able to buy a home with a down payment and then stay in the house and just pay taxes and insurance. uh, I
0: think he's saying that he wants to co-sign. Does that affect his ability to buy a house?
1: Well, he's going to co-sign for his mom to buy a house but the bond might not need to have a co-signer and will it affect him it may affect him based on whether the home is being paid on time okay but we got to get out of here we have run out of time we appreciate you all go online and apply at texassunney.com call 972-387-4600 now for trust and inappropriate uncle Bob. I'm Kevin we'll see you next week in the com mortgage show on 105.3 the fan